Welcome to Eclipse, the Heroes Podcast, where two old school heroes fangirls rewatch the show, talk about it, defend its honor. My name is Rachel. And I'm Keisha. And today we are talking about Reborn, even though the intro might have made you think otherwise. I was going to say, and I'm Keisha, and we're not talking about the whole regular show anymore. <laughs> yeah, we're in Reborn. We are talking about Season 1, Episode 4, The Needs of the Many. But before we get into it, we have a little bit of news. Uh, unfortunately, we have learned that, uh, and this has been, you know, several days after the fact, I guess, but, um, Nichelle Nichols, who was on, um, Heroes Briefly, but more, most people know her from, you know, being the originator of Ohura on Star Trek, uh, has unfortunately passed away. How old was she? 89. Eh, that's not, that's, you know, that's, that's pretty good. Yeah, it's not too bad. I don't want to live to be in 90s. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty firm on it, in fact. It's like, I gotcha, I gotcha. Let's see how it, let's see how, let's see how it goes. Like. <laughs> uh, yeah, on TV line, the article even says her other TV credits include heroes, so. Yeah, yeah well, I mean, you know, it was pretty, like, I guess, current and modern-ish. Like, yeah, so. Mm-hmm. She was, uh... What, Micah's grandmother, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, so what, like, Micah's grandmother, or great-grandmother? It wasn't great-grandmother. Yes, it was, because DL had a mom. Oh, God, you're right. Hold on. Let's let's look up. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it fucking was. (sighs) Yeah, they just called her Nana Dawson, but I don't remember... Yeah, but she was technically his great-grandmother, because we met D.L.'s mom in season one. That is true. And in the comics. She was in the comics, too. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah. she lived with um, Monica and... Uh, what's Monica's brother's name? Damon? There you go. The, you know, the New Orleans stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, TV legend. I mean, part of the, the first interracial kiss ever on television. I mean, yeah, an icon. Yeah, so sad news. Like, <laughs> like Keisha said, we're becoming the Heroes Death Announcement podcast because we had uh, Tim Sale the other, mm. the other time. So, yeah. Yep. Oh, um, if you hear in the background, there's construction going on in my apartment complex. Um, it's all day long, so we really couldn't like avoid it unless we did this in the middle of the night. Um, they're pretty close to the apartment I live in, but. They're not as close as I think they were yesterday afternoon, so you might hear it, you might not, but that could be what's in the background, so. Yep. And if I can't hear it, I'll cut that little disclaimer right out. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) I would be surprised. There's like a saw. (laughs) It'll be what it'll be. All right, let's get started on the episode. How's that sound? All right, let's do it. (laughs) What? Fucking yawn as you're like, all right, let's do it. Okay. I was trying to stifle it. (laughs) In my head, I went, that sounded pretty good. (laughs) Anyway, okay. We start the episode in the aftermath of the crash that Tommy and his mother got in in the last episode. And we also get a Mohinder log. Woo! As is tradition, I wrote none of it down. Um,. (laughs) <laughs> um, he's just blathering on about like finding our true purpose. That's that's it mostly. Yeah. So Tommy uses his ability to get himself out of the flipped car, and he's panicking. He goes to his mom, and she's like panicking, like you gotta go, you gotta like you know this wasn't an accident, you gotta run. And he's like, we're gonna get you to a hospital, and he ends up teleporting her directly to a hospital, <laughs> which we actually see a nurse just like coming around the corner and there she is just like bloody and sprawled out on the floor <laughs> wild <laughs> like oh that's not that's not um that's not something that should happen so no yeah. so he got his mother out of the crash it's kind of an interesting looking set the hospital did it, does it look like they redressed like a company or a pinehurst to you it felt like it yeah like maybe the new york company right hearthstone yeah. Yeah. It feels like a, a set redressed Hartsdale, because that does not look like a, ha- a hospital you'd see on TV, really. So. No, no. It's got a different vibe entirely. 
Yeah, it's 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 weird for sure. Well, it's, not, <laughs> it's not like neat and well, clean and tidy like you know you'd see the hospital Peter right. would be at. It's yeah, yeah. It's not like bright and fluorescent either. It looks like it, it looks like the fucking hospital from the Nick. Like it looks like mm-hmm. an old hospital. Like yeah, yeah. It's weird, which is weird. Yeah, but I think yeah. they just I think they just redress the hard steel set. It feels like it. I agree because I think I feel like there was another instance later. In this, where it felt like it was another redress set, but I, I mean, know. if they still had those pieces, which they may or may not at that point, but it depends on where they shot that stuff, you know. But yeah. very, very much so. So let's go to our favorite couple. Oh God, you're not going <laughs> to like how much I have to complain about them this episode. <laughs> oh my God! All right, so we're in St. Louis, Missouri now, right? And a guy answers the door, and she's like, "Is this?" And I didn't write the guy's name down. And he's like, yeah, yeah. yeah, and and in response, she shoots him right point blank in the head. <laughs> and she just walks in, like, hee-hee. And Luke follows behind her, and he's, like, looking at photos, like, man, do we really have to keep doing this? This guy had a family. He's having his regrets. And then, to just kind of rub that salt in the fucking wound, they hear a noise, and it ends up being his dog. And the dog comes down the oh. stairs and lays down next to the dead guy. And Joanne's like, let's just get out of here. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I I feel like you really need to illustrate how fucking happy and giddy she was when she shot that guy. Like, she was like, wow, that was like the best shot ever, I dare say. You know, that was the best I've ever done. Gosh, I'm so golly good at this. Mm -hmm. And just skipped into the man's house. And then when Luke talked about the family that, you know, he'd now left behind, she was like, I did them a favor. They lived with a monster. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I called her a cunt, and I don't <laughs> care. So yeah. And then the dog came down, and then she all but skips out of the house. Just doesn't give two shits about nothing. Like, what a hilariously thinly written character at this point. It's just you have to fucking laugh because you'll do something else otherwise. Like, it like, just drives me nuts. I don't think we've had a character like this. Male or female on no. the show. No, I don't think we have either. That's what, like, one of the things that bothers me so hard about it is it's like, they just didn't care. <laughs> they just didn't care. They just, 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 like, put the most, like, I don't know, non-fleshed out person on the screen and thought, that's fine. Like... It just drives me insane. Oh my god. I fucking hate her. I need her to go. I really and truly need her to go. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. soon. Especially by the end of the episode. I'm just so done. Yeah, they really, like, rub it in like, you should not be liking Mm-mm. her in this episode. Yeah, like... And I'm uh, not gonna give Luke slack either. I don't think Luke should be just no. forgiven, so... No, no, he shouldn't because, you know, they did stuff together and he shouldn't automatically get a pass just because he's one of them now. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. No, they mm-hmm. both are bad people. Like, yeah. but they clearly put the depth in Luke. They didn't care to put it in Joanne. Like, yeah, like they try to give him some sort of something and they just don't even try with her. And it just it's so obnoxious. Like, I I'm irritated by how unreal she feels like, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Agree. Because because that scene didn't need to be in the episode if you're trying to make me feel any kind of bad for her. Like they don't want you it to. was very it was very gratuitous. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I got real mad during that. I got yeah, I know. Mad. I was like oh, I forgot <laughs> that. Yeah. I got boiled up. Yep. Mm-hmm. It makes you feel something seeing this dog being like ooh and then like laying down next to him. I, I honestly was surprised she didn't kill the fucking dog. She's the type of person who would. I truly mm-hmm. believe she would. Just fucking put a bullet in that golden retriever. Like moving on to the Arctic. <laughs> <laughs> moving on to the Arctic Circle. Um, <laughs> we see a prayer rug laid down, and suddenly the invisible woman, Farah, becomes visible. And she's like kind of like packs up a little and moves along, and she finds a frozen monarch in the snow, which that's kind of fucking weird. And we see her yeah. look over a hill. Like, and look at a compass, and you see, like, she's really shocked about whatever she's seeing. And who shows up behind her but, uh, Melina? It's Melina, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> shows up behind no, her. No, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna need your help in the, um, in the garage scenes, because I really 
oh boy, I was having problems remembering characters' names all over this episode. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah I forgot the freaking nephew's name. <laughs> until I I fr- yep, up. and I, I forgot Miko for about half the episode, and then I remembered. Um, yeah. So it's Katana Girl in my notes again. Um, it's fine. <laughs> anyway. So, Melina shows up behind her, and she's like, oh, is it time to head south? And I'm like, you know, She's like, yeah, and it's like, all right, I'm ready, I can do this. And <laughs> Farrah's like, you need to watch yourself because I know grown men who'd shake in their boots if the fate of the world was in their hands. And Melina picks up a butterfly, all like, well, it's a good thing I'm not a grown man. And she brings the butterfly back to life. And we now see what uh, Farrah was looking at. It was like a whole massive group of frozen butterflies that uh, Melina is now bringing back to life and they're flying off. Whoosh reborn. Um, in my notes, I wrote Shimmer Reborn, because it shimmers now. <laughs> yes, Shimmer, Sparkle Reborn. It does. It doesn't whoosh. It goes like, what? <laughs> so I have, I have an introduction for the episode. We've met Farah finally. Yep. And uh, there's a couple of new people, but I'm going to wait until we see a little more of them before we get an intro. So this is our one IMDb diversion <laughs> of the episode. Aw, only one. Yeah. <laughs> So Farrah is played by uh, Nazim Contractor, and she is also known for she's in the New Charmed. Huh? She she's done a fair bit of voice work. She's she was on like one of the Star Wars um uh, animated things. Um, looking to see if there's something. Oh, she was on Covert Affairs, our favorite show. Mm-hmm. She was on Revenge for a couple episodes. Our actual favorite show. <laughs> <laughs> she was also on 24 in 2010. On day 8 or whatever of 24. I watched a lot of that show. <laughs> yeah, so she's on, um, she's still working. She's got a lot of 2022 credits, so. Good for her. Yay for that. Yeah, our one IMDb diversion of the episode. <laughs> I like that IMDb diversion. <laughs> so in Japan... Uh, we see Ren and Miko, and they're trying to get some tickets to America. They're in the back of, like, a taxi cab. And <laughs> he's, like, trying to show, like, uh, Ren's trying to show his online profile um, to the taxi driver, you know, and, and to, to Miko. He's like, he's like, look, I'm internet famous. Like, I can make this happen. He's got 2,000 followers and over a million subscribers, which for back then numbers, that's pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. Like. Because you have to think, like, that doesn't mean shit to people now, because I'm sure, like, you know, Joe whatever off the street could have a million subs. It's not a hard thing to do on Twitch. But you got to think, this is the beginning of that. Like, the very beginning of that. So that's impressive. Um, well, I think it's, like, Twitch and then YouTube, he's implying. Because I think he's showing her the Twitch followers. Because I don't know if they right. had, at that point in time, where you could subscribe on Twitch with money. That's true. That's true. Um, I think he's got the million on YouTube. He's got, like, a play button or something. <laughs> Because, like, when, when, I mean, this show came out, like, a few years ago now, but you gotta think that, like, that blew up fast. Mm-hmm. But at the beginning of it, it wasn't, like, a thing people just knew about. Like, he tries to, he tries to say he's internet famous and the taxi driver thinks he's a porn star, which was hilarious to me. <laughs> he's like, what kind of, he's like, what kind of stuff do you do? <laughs> I was like, what is this fucking taxi driver's problem? <laughs> <laughs> and Ren has to try to be like, no, no, I play video games. Like, basically, like, no, I'm not. Like, I don't do that. And I was like, oh, that's amazing. I love that. Um, but yeah, he's in the early days of streaming, like, becoming a bigger thing. So it makes sense that, you know, he can be like, look at this. And people will be like, and? Like, they don't understand the, what it actually is. Um, Ren has an idea about how they're going to get into Renatus um, when they get to Midian. Um, he's going to put a flash mob together. Which, um, I would argue is a little behind the times at that point, but, um, mm-hmm. you know, sure. <laughs> like, I feel like that was more of, like, a mid-2000s thing, but, um, yeah, he's gonna, um, he, he's encouraged his followers, um, to dress up and to, uh, go to the building, like, to go to the campus, uh, where Renatus is, and that's how they're gonna, they're gonna get in. That's a little diversion that they've created. Yeah. I like how when he turns on the streaming and he speaks just he speaks right away in English to everyone. It's like I'm here with the real life katana girl. You got yeah, 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 yeah. That was here. that was good. 
Yeah. And they're like, whoa! You can see, like, people, you know, yeah. Yeah, yeah, That's great. The real-life Katana girl. <laughs> mm-hmm. She's really real. Um, yeah, so there's just, like, a little scene with them. It's very, like, early Hero Ando stuff. Like, you know. Like, so much of this of this particular show is characters who remind you of other characters from the show. Mm-hmm. And I think that's very intentional. Um, in fact, like they will actually use lines from the show later on in the episode where I was like, Oh wow. That is word for word. They um, milk it in this episode. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. There's so, one more thing I have this... to say about Japan mm-hmm. before we go over is that the cab guy yeah. says buying last minute tickets to America will cost a million yen. That is $10,000. That's a lot of fucking money. Mm-hmm. I guess I guess Ren has $10,000 laying around. Yep. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Damn, there goes his savings or whatever. From what I understand from uh, what I've been uh, seeing uh, from people that I listen to podcasts of, uh, flights are just as expensive right now. So, mm-hmm. if not more mm-hmm. so, they're really fucking insane right now. So, yeah, that's not unbelievable. But yeah, shit, that's a lot of money. <clears throat> All right, so we're hopping over from Japan, and we're going to the Renatus campus. There we are. And Quentin and Noah are just walking around, which I think is fucking hilarious, because Quentin's an ex-employee. Um, it would not be that easy for him to get on the campus. And Noah Bennett just has one of those faces. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, he's a very distinct presence. And I feel like they would be on the lookout for him after everything. And so, you know. But sure, they're just strolling around the campus. And the campus is very, like, Apple, Google, like, fill in your fucking tech place here. It's very, like, sprawling. And there's, you know, amenities. And there's people, like, you know, on bikes and shit. It's exactly what you think it is. Um... And I love Quentin talking shit about, like, the tech campus culture. But Noah's like, yeah, but, you know, you worked here for, like, a year. <laughs> like, you know, you, you knew what you were doing. Like, don't don't act all high and mighty about it. And they just have, like, a little conversation. And Quentin's worried that they're doing awful things to his sister. He's worried that they're, like, sucking out her power or weaponizing her or something. Like, they're doing something fucking inhuman to her. So, Yeah. yeah. Maybe we'll find out what's happening with her. <laughs> Ooh, maybe. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> so I have to point out, apparently they're in Midian, Colorado. Wow. Colorado. Yep. <laughs> yep. And, which I think I was saying, like, Ren had it wrong, the state or whatever. I guess there's a Midian, Colorado after all, so. I There's a Midian, Colorado, apparently, because as soon as I saw that on the little screen, I was like, oh, okay. So they were right. Yep. They were correct. Yeah. Yep. My bad. I love how you say, like, he stands out, and he literally stands out. He's, like, he's, like, a foot taller at least he's than freaking He's fucking Quentin. giant. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Jack Coleman is tall. Yes. Like, yeah. yeah. He's not, like, huge, but he's tall. Mm-hmm. Like, he's tall, he's got the glasses, he's got the suit. Like, come on. Like, he stands the fuck out. So. Stands out like a sore thumb. He does. Okay, so we're going to um, the El Vengador storyline, is what I'm calling it. Um, mm-hmm. God help me. Um, <laughs> the kid whose name is... Jose. Jose? Yeah. Okay. Great. Um, Jose is phasing and trying to fix a car. So he's using his abilities by himself. He's trying to fix this car. And we find out it was their, uh, it, it's, it's Grandpa's car, apparently. So mm-hmm. it's Carlos and his dead brother's uh, dad. <clears throat> um, so it's, like, a very important, you know, like, family car. You know, that whole thing about, like, fixing up the old hot rod kind of thing. Um, and uh, Carlos walks in, and he's surprised that his nephew's so damn handy. Like, he's done some pretty good work on the car so far. And we see... Um, <laughs> we see Carlos is like looking at the car and everything and he picks up a tool and then he starts, he suddenly starts like acting kind of weird. Like he gets like a little thought and uh, he, he gets inspired because that's going to be like the El Vengador mobile, dude. And he's like, we're going to need bulletproof glass and Kevlar. Lots of Kevlar. Mm-hmm. He's going to, he's going to uh, pimp that ride, if you will. Yeah. Freaking Jose's it's a like, cool well, I gotta car. Go to school. I gotta go to school. And Carlos is all like foaming over the car. 
<laughs> Carlos is like unimportant. This is what we're doing. Mm-hmm. School, but who needs it? Little regular, almost Micah in, in little um, Jose. Yeah, totally. Definitely some uh, similarities for sure. So, should we go back to Midian? Yeah, let's. So, <laughs> Quentin is enjoying some of that famous sushi that he sold out to work a year for in this campus. <laughs> and Taylor comes across him. And he's, like, distracting her for a second. And then Noah comes up behind her with a gun all. You're going to help us break Molly Walker out. And when Taylor finally is able to turn around, she recognizes Noah. She's like, ooh, Noah Bennett, the original bag and tagger. What did I just say? (laughs) She knows who he is. She's, like, in that life, kind of. She's bagging and tagging. Yes. And he's like... They should know who this man is. (laughs) Right? Yeah. How come some, none of their, like, recognition cameras picked up on him walking around their campus, right? I mean, really. So. Anyway. Noah's like, what kind of mother would let their daughter go out and do field work? Because, you know, he was very against that with Claire. So, of course, he'd be on that side of things. And <laughs> Quentin also remarks, like, I almost met your mother a year ago, like, back at the conference thing. But, like, I couldn't get near her. Because he wanted to know what he did, what she did with his sister. And I think, again, this is all dark mm-hmm. matter stuff. Woohoo! <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, we're going to watch that eventually. <laughs> we'll watch it when we're done. Just like everything else. Probably. Um, sure. Taylor says, like, I don't, like, you guys don't understand what my mother is trying to accomplish. It's like, it's all for the better good, you know what I mean? And <laughs> no, it's like, she is... Torturing and locking up human beings. These people are human beings. They're not just, you know, people with powers. They're human beings. And he's like, listen, all parents will lie to their kids to protect them from the truth. You don't have to betray her right now. Just go and question her. So she does. The next scene, we see Taylor upstairs. And she's looking at a magazine, and I can't... It's it's something like something in Texas. I don't remember what the hell it said. Yeah, I was going to pause and look back on it, but then I didn't. Yeah, I forgot. Some sort of magazine. Well, it looked like, from what I can recall, it was, like, um, building some sort of utopia in Texas. Yes. Like, it was some sort of, like, you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. Some sort of tech community, you know, Amazon City bullshit. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. So she looks at that, and then she looks and is, like, admiring the Kensei sword. And she picks it up, and it looks like she's going to unsheath it, but before she can, her mom walks in. And when her mom comes in, she's like, where's Francis? Tell me where Francis is. Remember Francis? The, her little, like, boyfriend? She's bagging and tagging with him. One of us, one of them, sleeping with him, etc. <laughs> and her mom is like, listen, I'm not upset that you slept around. I'm more upset that you're sleeping with an Evo. And, of course, this, you know, makes Taylor more annoyed. Like, why are you rounding people up? And instead of giving her a straight answer, her mother goes on a little rant about how rare aluminum used to be. It went from the table of an emperor to pantries of peasants, all because of a creative spark, because an inventor found out how to, you know, make it. And she says, I'm after a world of abundance so that you, my daughter, do not have to suffer through a world of overpopulation on a doomed planet. And they're rounding up evos to save their species. Do you trust? And then she asks her daughter if she trusts her. Which we don't get an answer to. So. Um, I love... I love Bennett being like, what kind of mother would do that? And he's fully treating Taylor like he used to treat Elle. Yeah, true. Mm-hmm. With like, your your parents don't give a shit about you if they're doing this to you, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I like Noah's journey. Because he's, he's come a long way from being kind of speciesist. He's very like, no, these are people. You can't fucking do this to them. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a long way from his questionable things that he's dealt with in terms of uh, making a line between us and them in the past, I think. A long time ago. I think he was better in the seasons coming up to it. Unless you were Siler. <laughs> but like, you know. <laughs> yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck the guy who's, like, going around saving the world. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we gotta read We never that ever too. hear about it in the show, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Off being a fucking hero. Anyway. Um, and then, yeah, I just, like, uh, 
I just, oh, uh, I feel like they really understood how to write this character for Erica. She's so that person. Yes. Like, she's such a fucking egomaniac and doesn't think she is, like they all are. Like, um, mm-hmm. it's great. She She's she's well done. Um, But yeah, she's a fucking bigot. Her daughter calls her one and she absolutely is. So, mm-hmm. so let's go back to Tommy, mm-hmm. who is now also at the hospital, the weird hospital. And Emily shows up, and he's like, oh, goodness, and he gives her a hug. And then who comes up next but Brad rolls in, and he gives him, like, even a bigger hug. <laughs> Brad like, is his best friend. <laughs> like, you can just leave you here alone with your mom, like, after that accident. Oh, my God, you know? So they both showed up. A nurse comes out, and she's like, listen, your mom's stable, but she really needs a blood transfusion. And we are very low on O-negative blood, because it's a rare blood type. And... We haven't been getting as many blood donations with all the, like, Evo stuff that's going on. <laughs> and I was like, is it rare? Because I have O negative, so whatever. But apparently it kind of is. It's like 7% Ooh, of the population. Fancy. Ooh, fancy. Fancy. So... Are you guys, like, the... Are you the universal donor, or is that just a rare blood type? I think O negative is universal. That's also why it's kind of sought after. O, like, in general, is universal. Okay. I don't know what my blood type is. We'll have to find out. <laughs> I can never, I can never remember which one is the one that people want, but it, it probably is that one then, huh? I, it's one of the O's, I think. Yeah, like O negative or O positive, or just yeah. Mm-hmm. So Tommy's like, "Well, I'm her son. Surely we have the same blood type. Like, you know, let's just. I don't know what it is, but we can use my blood." And she's like, "Well, you know, sometimes family have different blood types, so let me temper your expectations there." But when he is. <laughs> Like, we'll just test it to find out. Emily's like, whoa. <laughs> like, you sure you want to do that? And he's like, I have to. She's the only family that I have. Aw. So he's willing to risk getting caught, getting discovered to save his mother. Yeah, because, like, it's it's very clear that they can easily tell from, with your blood now. Like, he's going to get caught. It's no if. He's going to get caught. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. he's got to save what her. What a good son. What a little hero. I just love that Brad fucking showed up and gave him, like, the biggest hug ever. Just... <laughs> Brad, Brad, is his, Brad is his best friend. Whether or not he would like that to be true, that's just how it is. Mm-hmm. So, yep. true story. Um, in my head, I constantly think that Emily's name should be Becky. And I constantly have to rewrite it every time I do my notes. I don't know why. I don't know why. I just look at her and I think her name's Becky. It's not. It's Emily. <laughs> Becky. We, we've already had a Becky on here. <laughs> She seems like, yeah, we already had a Luke on Heroes. What's your fucking point? <laughs> we can reuse names now. Nothing matters. Fair. Fair. No, I don't know. I'm always like, oh, it's Emily. It's not It's not Becky. I don't know why. She's just a Becky in my head. Weird. Yeah, I don't know. What's going on in, uh, 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 we're not in the Arctic anymore. Where the hell are we? We're in northwestern Canada, baby. Wow. And... You can tell it's getting warmer because Melina, like, ends up taking her coat. Like, man, I forgot how it felt how to sweat. <laughs> I was up in the cold <laughs> for so long. And Farah is very sassy with her the whole time. She's like, you know, people have been hunting you since you were born. And they stop and they're like, Farah tells Melina to grow a tree up that was like a little sapling in the ground for practice. And we watch as Melina uses her power to make a tree, like, grow up out of the ground. And after they, after she finishes, we look over and we see that there's a guy out there. <laughs> and he kind of walks out Oops. of nowhere and they're like, hey, just chill. And he pulls like a radio out to call and uh, we see Farrah go invisible and knock him out and break the phone all like, mm, training time is over. I like how she just stomps over and bitch slaps that guy. <laughs> like she goes invisible to do it and then it's just like, wham. <laughs> wham. <laughs> Fucking more things are interrupted and ruined by hikers, I tell you. <laughs> this is random guy out there in the middle of nowhere, so. Melina's really powerful. <laughs> yeah, like, we know she's doing something with the lights. And then we've yes. seen her bring butterflies back to life. Yes. And grow a whole and fucking And grow tree. a tree. <laughs> yeah. Like, it wasn't just, like, a little tree. It was a whole-ass fucking tree when she was done. Yeah, like, what is her power? We don't, like, really know at this point. We just know it's something. No. Yeah. Something with life, it seems, but yeah. Something. Something that seems to be very important. Yeah. You ready to get back to our favorite people? (laughs) Not really, but we have to. Yeah. 
I guess I guess so. Uh, Luke has a headache, and Joanne is so unsympathetic to the point that I find it hilarious, honestly. Um, it's just comical how, uh, much she doesn't care. And he wants to sit out the next one, and wants her to do it as well, and he's again trying to get them to stop. He's like, we could rent a boat, we could be normal like we used to. And she feels him, and she feels that, yeah, he's really, really warm. And she thinks that he's just sick, that's all! He's just, he'll be a happy little murderer with her when this is all over and he's feeling better. He just has, he just doesn't feel good. And so Luke tells Joanne that, you know, he, he still, he does still love her. And it's so funny because the music had like this weird thing where it was like a sting that built up, like something dreadful was going to happen. And then literally nothing happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it distracted the shit out of me because <laughs> it was like, oh, oh, something's going to happen. And then nothing happens. Um... She leaves, and he reaches out into the sun, because he's, like, in a dark hotel room. And when he does, he starts glowing, like, all along his arm. And he picks up the water. She gets him a glass of water before she leaves. He picks up the water, and it boils in his hand, which is very like that one painting that we saw back in the Heroes days. Mm -hmm. If you remember, there was a little, like, boiling water painting back in season one. Um, He throws it in a fit. And he opens the window, and he feels the sun on his body, but he also notices, the fuck? Are those the northern lights? (laughs) That's weird. And then then we see that it's not just Luke seeing this. It's happening everywhere. We see Carlos notice it all the way in. They're in California, right? Yeah, they're in Los Angeles. Yeah. We see Ren and Nico notice it? The fuck? Like, that's weird. Noah and Quentin and Tommy, they're all seeing it in different ways. They're all, like, looking out a window or they're outside or, like, yeah. Everyone's, like, stopping what they're doing and they're looking up at the at the, at the shimmering lights in the sky. And uh, they have a reverence for it, much like the eclipse in the original show. And we see Melina and Farah and they're like, do they have any idea what's coming as this is happening? And it's like, yeah, what is coming? What the hell's going on with these fucking, like, lights, man? With these shimmers? It's, uh, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Any, any thoughts about our favorite couple before I move on? Well, less about the couple and more about, uh, a little bit end to the scene first. Um, because Fair's like, I hope they don't. And then, like, Melina, you know, she's a little, like, worried about that. But she's like, you know, you'll have help even if the others don't know yet. So we're implying... Mm-hmm people are going to come together, right? Right, right. Like, especially with everyone seeing the same thing. It's like the thing with the eclipse. Yeah, the, all these people are going to get drawn together eventually. They're on a path. They just don't know it. Exactly. And then back to the murder couple. Um, maybe this thing was, like, leading up to her not saying I love you back. Because <laughs> he's like, I still love you. And she just looks yeah, at him maybe. and leaves. Yeah, Maybe. I was like, that's kind of a lot for just that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, so truly, it felt like it was going to be something big, and then nothing happened, and she left. Yeah. Anyway. Um, I have a headache. Take a bloody so, aspirin. <laughs> yeah. Oh, she's such a bitch. God, I fucking hate her. Yeah. I hate her, and I feel bad about it, like, the whole time. Yep. The whole time. Mm-hmm. Because, like, why do they gotta do that? You know, like, why do they have to half-ass write this character who has no depth, and then they, you know, do some really, you know, good, diverse casting, you know, it's not just some white girl playing her, and it's like, and then you give her that? Mm-hmm. And, and how am I supposed to feel? I'm not supposed to feel any other way. Like, yeah. Exactly. I get angry about it. <laughs> Just get real annoyed about the whole thing. They could have done better. Exactly. Um, I agree. Anyway, yeah. So let me go to Japan, or you know, they're on the plane together, Ren and Miko. And but she's doubting it though. Like she's actually kind of having issues with her her like personhood. And um, they talk about how her father has the same power, and Ren's like, "Oh, dude, no wonder his games are so damn good." Like, he just jumped into them, and, like, while he was making them. Like, that's why they're so great and so, you know, lifelike and immersive. 
And they have this talk about, like, destiny and heroism. It's very, very early hero stuff. Like, it really is early hero Nakamura stuff. The kind of, like, thing they're talking about and, like, the the path that they're on. It's very reminiscent of when Hero went to America. So, mm-hmm. If the quest wasn't hard, then it wouldn't be heroic. Exactly. Totally something you could hear out of Hero Nakamura's mouth in season one. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I like that she's like, what if I'm dead? And he's like, you don't look like a zombie. Yeah, yeah, she's she's doubting her existence, and it's like, yeah, well... You just ate pretzels and not human flesh, so... <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You're probably not a zombie. Yeah. We're not doing zombies. Um, nope, not here. Not on the show. Um, going back to California one more time, mm-hmm. yes? Yeah. Um, we see um, Father Mauricio... Uh, goes to the El Vangador cave, and it looks like Carlos has made the suit better, stronger, you know. And uh, it looks like armor now. Today, Batman. And um, he's like, I'm not doing this for you or Oscar. And he's like, well, then why? He's like, I want to believe in something bigger than myself. Again, very hero season, uh, season one type shit. Mm-hmm. And uh, very Peter P, if you will. And so we have... Uh, you know, this really awesome... I think the suit looks cool. I, I like the design mm-hmm. of the suit very much. Um, and he's like, Captain Deering will be looking for us. And he's like, yeah, well, we got to get to him first. So they're they're going after this this asshole from the last episode. Yeah. And Carlos is is embracing his destiny now. He's, he's going to do the damn thing. Yeah. So. And his suit is sick. It's like, it's armored and it's like hydraulic. It sounds hydraulic. Like, mm-hmm. it feels it like, like, yeah, like you said, Batman suit. It feels like kind of a little combo Iron Man, Batman. Yeah, yeah. Because you need like the hydro. Well, to me, it's like um, the hydraulics just remind me of aliens because mm-hmm. you need the strength because he's not strong. Yes. He's not anything mm-hmm. that we know of currently. So you need the hydraulics for the strength. You need the Kevlar and the armor for the, you know, getting stabbed and shot at and stuff. Um, yeah. So it's a it's a cool thing. I like I like El Vengador actually mm-hmm. um, quite a bit. I think it's cool. It seems to me like something that would happen in this type of world. So it, like it works, it works really well. Yeah, I'm surprised. I'm surprised we didn't get more of it in Heroes. Actually, I think that's People what would the fully whole be putting on costumes and shit. I think that's what the whole published comic was about. Was I think it was a prequel? It is. It's um, I, yeah. I think it's. I don't know if it's totally a prequel. I don't know if it like ever goes into like. Uh, Carlos's run as El Vengador, but yeah, it is because um, I remember, I remember when it was coming out. It had the mask on it. Yeah, but um, yeah, so he's very like uh, motivated, and uh, he's gonna kick some ass. <laughs> he's gonna be bigger than himself. Yes, yes, he is. So let's go back to Tommy. All right, he's by his mom, and she's like, you know, not there. And he's like, don't get mad. I had my blood test to see if we were a match. And I know you're like, how could I risk exposing myself? But I had to try to save you. And the nurse comes in and she's like, you're not a match. And he's all like, well, how could that be? I'm her son. And she's like, well, it happens sometimes. You know, it, it just happens. And she's like, mm-hmm. but is there something else that you want to tell me? <laughs> And we cut away from that because we see Tommy heading out down the hall past Emily and he's like, she's like, where are you going? He's like, I'm going to Indiana to get the blood that my mom needs. Because if it was just conventional methods, it would take hours for it to get there. And he's like, you want to (laughs) come? So he's got to go get some blood for her. (laughs) I like how it's just like going to the store to pick up milk for him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I gotta go get some blood. Gotta go get some blood. That's what I gotta do. Gotta go. You want to come? (laughs) <laughs> okay <laughs> so we go back to uh minion taylor is trying to go into a building but she you know scans in and she's not cleared and there's two guards there and she's like do you know who i am and they're like yeah we do <laughs> and she's like well then you should have seen this coming <laughs> and she syringes them both in the neck knocks them out we see quentin and noah also head in and as the three move down the hall, we see a big godsend symbol on the wall, the helix. And suddenly, three of the Harris clones show up, all like, we don't want to shoot you, but we will if necessary. 
And Quentin's like, that's the guy who took my sister. <laughs> and I was like, all right, chill. Uh, hit the ground on the count of three. And Quentin is, of course, protesting. He's like, but they might know where my sister is. And Noah starts counting anyway. And he's all like, oh, I hate your face. So <laughs> he counts. They all duck. Noah shoots a fire extinguisher for cover. And then he manages to take out all three of the clones. And when they die, they turn into fucking dust. They get Adam and Road, baby. <laughs> they go to dust. Shit's wild. And they, they move to go around. Quentin's like, are we not going to talk about three men who just turned into a pile of dust right in front of us? Yeah, no, we're not, Quentin. Get, this is the world. Get used to it. Yeah, get used to it. We gotta go. <laughs> he, he would piss his actual pants if he met Siler and saw what he could do. Oh, my God. <laughs> He wouldn't know. He wouldn't know what to do with himself. Like, yeah. I'd love to see him meet several of the freaking season one people and see some oh. of that shenanigans that happened and not just read about them in Primatech files. Holy crap. Right? right? It's an entirely different thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't handle a little dust. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I certainly stepped into it by giving myself most of the Luke and Joanne scenes this episode, <laughs> but sure. Um, <laughs> I didn't even. I just, you know, I just cut it up and you, you picked. So I know I noticed it while I was doing it, but I was like, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Um, Luke and Joanne are in the car together again, and he just has that. He shows her his power, and she immediately puts a gun to his head, just like you think she would. And he's just like, you know what? If you want to do it, just just fucking do it. And she really looks like she's gonna for a minute. Like, she is struggling. And she very reluctantly pulls the gun back. She unbuckles. They stop the car. She gets out of the car. And she says the same thing to him. She says, I really did love you. And just walks away from him. And then uh, Luke, he gets out of the car. And he watches her go. And uh, they give her this evil music sting again. (laughs) It's like, why? Why are we doing this? Um, and then he does a glowy hand thing. So, yeah. So what he, he showed himself on the rocks. He showed himself cause he burnt the list that she was talking about. Like, Oh, this list has been a godsend. Oh yeah, that's right. And correct. I had forgotten to, to write that. Yeah, down. And before he does it, he's like, do you remember the first people we killed? And he's like, you were so content and satisfied. I've never seen someone sleep so soundly after. And I spent the rest of the night hunched over a toilet. And she's all like, what are you getting at? <laughs> yeah, that's right. I must have blocked it out because I was really over them bickering. Yeah. Uh, lost my, <laughs> we lost our son. I was afraid I'd lose her, but we already lost each other. And then he sets the list on fire. Good for him. Yeah. But yeah, uh, you're right. She was like, yay. And he was like, Bleh. So, mm-hmm. you know, they've always had this distinction, which they have to hammer home because they're they're really needing you to to care about Luke because he's clearly being positioned as like a main main character. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they're, they're 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 making it so like we have to make it seem like it felt bad for him the whole time, you know. Yeah. But again, he's fucking complicit. If we're going to go back and give Noah Bennett shit mm-hmm. about his complicity with stuff he did with the company, we have to give Luke shit. 100%. He was complicit. He killed those people. He did it totally. right along with her. He could have stopped her at any time, but but love, you know. You could have stopped her anytime. Yeah, but but he wanted her to be happy, or maybe he thought like just one more kill would do it, and it became very clear that was not the case. Yeah. So But it's just yeah, it's so obvious how they're suddenly like, oh, he felt bad about it every time. And I'm like, oh whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I see I see what you're doing. I see what you're doing. Yeah. Um we go back to Tommy and Emily and uh he says the Peter Petrelli line. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do you ever get the feeling you were meant to do something extraordinary? The thing he says in the back of my hitter's cab twice in two different tones and contexts in the show. And I was like, that's dead ass. Just the Peter quote. Wow. And, he, but he has a different uh, take on it. He's like, cause I get the feeling and it sucks. And, um, cause you know, he doesn't want this. He's like, he's doing the Claire bear thing. He just wants to be normal mm-hmm. and he can't. He cannot. It's not for him. And Emily's like, dude, you just gotta accept that you're different. And I'm like, that's okay. Like, it's great. And they boop in and out of the um, shed where they, like, hang out. And they've got the blood bags that they bring into the hospital. 
And, um, you know, I love how they just, they just, they just walk in with blood bags. Like, where the fuck did these, like, teens, whatever, it's fine. Um, and the nurse is the one who tells him, like, when we did your blood test, it went straight into a federal database. Like, that's how it works. So, like, you gotta go. And it's good that they had a sympathetic nurse, you know? Mm -hmm. She could have fucking ratted them out right then and there. She could have waited, like, yeah. She tells them to run. And there are agents immediately already at this hospital. And, and he's like, Emily's like, do it. Do your power to get out of here. And he's like, there's people watching. It's like, no, duh. Like, like they know what you are at this point. Mm-hmm. Just fucking do it. And uh, this one agent strolls up and he threatens to keep his mom from getting care, basically. Like, she won't get the blood that they just went and, you know, snagged if he tries to escape. So they're they're really stuck at the moment. Yeah. They're surrounded. I feel like... It's implied maybe he told the nurse before he left the room where she's like, do you have something you want to tell me? And then she's like, well, then go get that blood, you know? Probably. (laughs) Probably. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Here's where to go to get the blood. Go do it. Um, Entirely possible. But it is nice to see sympathetic humans that are like... Right, because... This is crazy. You would see that. You would see that still. Of course. I mean, yeah. And the second thing I want to point out... Is like Tommy mm-hmm. kind of tries to go in for a kiss for Emily, but she blocks him. He does, and she does the old like chin dip. Yep, she like mm-hmm. turned her head. Yeah, yep. Um, she has a boyfriend. You should know him. He's your best friend. Yep. So mm-hmm. uh, it ain't gonna be that kind of story. Sorry, bud. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting too. Yes, yes, it was. Yeah, I think so the it's I be think... that kind of story, kid. I think the agent guy shows up again, but again, this is not going to have an IMDb corner for him, so. <laughs> yeah, I think he does, because he, like, the way he steps forward and everything, and the way the camera is, it's like, oh, this is, like, a guy. Like, he's probably going to, he's probably going to show up again, for sure. Yeah. But we'll see. Yeah, we'll find out. Let's see. <laughs> I don't, like, again, we've said it before, we don't remember <laughs> that much about the, the series. And I feel like we've already gotten to a point, especially with what is about to happen in the second scene, yes. where I was like, I thought that happened later. We're only on episode four. Yeah, I, from this moment this moment on, I start forgetting what happens, like, all over. I, I remembered a lot of this so far, mm-hmm. but I, I, I truly don't know how it ends or anything, so I'm just like, oh. We'll get to that in a second. Um, yep. We see Carlos working on the car, and Jose comes home, and he's all like, oh, awesome, you know, I was thinking we could add some performance cylinder heads to the car. And Carlos is, like, really not listening to him. He's, like, get, he gets the car started, and he's, like, I'm gonna go take it for a drive, and Jose wants to come with him, and he's, like, no, it's too dangerous. You gotta stay here and hold down the fort. And he just, like, drives off without him. He's, like, I'm gonna take this to be 100. Woohoo. And the kid's, like, oh, he's frustrated. <laughs> he drops, like, a piece of a tool, and it clinks down the little, um, the Elvangadar cave cover. I, for- I forget what that's called, because it is something that you should be able to open to work underneath a car. But I don't remember what that is. Well, it's like, well, that's just like a grate, right? I think you, that you're able to open that, though, if you need to, like, be lower than the car in a, in a, you know, garage situation. Oh, yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I don't know what that's called either. But, yeah, it kind of tumbles down a set of stairs instead of just doing, like, a punk. So he gets curious. And he lets himself down there, and he finds the secret lair. He sees everything. He sees the pinboard. He sees the, the suit. He takes the mask. And he's walking up the stairs with it. And as he does, the priest pulls in. And uh, Jose's like, oh my god, my dad. I was like so afraid to show him what I could do. But man, we could have been a team. We could have worked together. <laughs> and the priest is like, what were you afraid to show him? And he shows the priest like that he can phase through a window. And of course, you can't just fucking show off your power without some asshole showing up in this in this episode. <laughs> so, completely, of course, Paul Deering shows up. Or James Deering. Not just not just some asshole, the asshole. And you know what? I called him Paul, which is his fucking orphan black character. You did. It's James you did. Deering. I'm full of joy. James shows up and he <laughs> looks like, ooh, what do we have here? A two for one special. And the priest is going to go to smoke, but he really takes his fucking time to do it. God, right? Because he's not fast enough and he gets tased and we hear Jose running, but another guy's like, I got the kid. So, yeah. Uh-oh. Uh oh, indeed. Yeah. Well, you know, Jose, you wanted to be Robin, and let me tell you, Robin gets caught all the time. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you're doing it. <laughs> yeah. 
and Carlos just wants to go take the car for a spin and not stay there and listen to his fucking nephew. Oh, honestly, though. Head. He's just like, he's just so, you know, he's got the he's got the blinders on now. Mm-hmm. He'll pay for it, clearly. He's going to regret it. Well. Anyway, ready for our wrap up the episode? We got big shit about to happen. Oh, boy, ready? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Back at Renatus. They head into a room, and they being Quentin, Taylor, Noah, head into a room, and we see, like, rows of Evos strapped to these, like, weird bed things that are sitting up. But we don't get to to stick with them for very long, because Miko and Ren arrive, and she's looking, and she's like, I'm not sure how this is gonna help. And he's like, listen, with a bunch of Katana girls around, it'll be easy to get in. And she's like, I'll just jump over the wall. And he's like, no, 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 trust me, just take your your sweater off. (laughs) And we'll go walk in because we do see once she takes the sweatshirt off that he has supplied her with a full Katana Girl cosplay. Amazing. And sure enough, we do see there are a bunch of cosplayers there. And when they and we get this like little thing of her walking up and this one guy's like, it's Katana Girl. And they get fucking rushed. <laughs> <laughs> we cut back away from them to Quentin frantically checking the beds looking for his sister. And Taylor... Finds Francis strapped down, and she's like, lying bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and then Noah makes a big Siler reference. He's like, there was this, yeah, he does. There was this guy I used to know, and he would cut people's brains up and harvest their powers, but I think your mom has found another way to do it. Uh, <laughs> and we do see Molly there, because she calls out for Noah. And they all go over to her, and he's like, it's going to be okay. And she's like, no, there's no stopping it. You should have never found me. And she yoinks his gun from him. <laughs> and, like, I think at first she holds it at him. Because she's like... She does. And he's like, I'm just trying to help. And she's like, people have been saying that my whole life. But they've only been using me for my powers. And he's like, listen, I'm not proud of my past. And she's like, shut up. This is not about you. <laughs> this is about more than you and me. <laughs> and I was there when your daughter died in the hospital. We all knew it was at stake and agreed to do whatever was necessary to keep them safe. And she puts the gun to her head now. And she's like, Erica tried to take everything from me, but I was strong. I didn't give her the location. And I was like, location of what? And she's all like, I can't or you'll go back and we're all dead anyway. And she says, I won't help Erica kill 7 billion people. And she tells Noah, forget the past, save the future. And she shoots herself in the head. God damn. And in my notes, Taylor is more fucked up about her killing herself than Matt Parkman would be. <laughs> I mean, if you're right, you're right and you should say it. She was like fully shocked and like not expecting her to do that when it happens. And they all run out, even though Noah does not want to leave her like this check strapped to the chair. They're like, we gotta go. And they just missed Harris. And he sees the damage, and he's shocked at what he's seeing, too. He's like, holy shit. And he goes up, and he tells Erica the bad news. And he's like, Noah Bennett was there with your daughter. And she's like, well, bring him to me. And she asks if Epic will still work, and he's like, local tracking will work, but you have to be within 100 feet of them. But our global network is down. It's gone. And she's like, well, did you find them before she died? And it's like, we didn't, but there was a signal in Canada that showed potential. And she tells Harris, when you find the child, kill it. And he's like, I'll put my best team on it. And she's like, no, this time you use shadow. And we go to a room where we see someone using, like, a darkness power in a room. And, oh, hi there. Guess who it is? It's Quentin's sister. To be continued. Dun dun. Yeah. Dun dun. I mean, it's really kind of a bummer after we've spent so much time trying to keep Molly safe that that's how she goes out. Yep. But I mean, it is one of those things too where it's like she has such an important power that if it's still around, people are always going to try to do awful things with it as we're seeing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, way to take one for the team, I guess. They, they're they really rubbing in how much is at stake here. Like, episode one, we had the Haitian stuff. Mm-hmm. Where he was going to kill Noah and he ended up being killed 
in response. Uh, Molly taking her yep. own life over it. Yep. They're definitely pulling stakes up there. I remember how fucking salty people were, though. Do you remember? <laughs> About Molly in particular. No, because I wasn't really, like, I wasn't really, like, poking around with the older new fans at that point. Because I didn't even watch Heroes Reborn Weekly. I watched it in, like, little bits, like, you know, like, after, I think. Or, I don't know. I wasn't, like, that interested in keeping up with it weekly. Uh, I didn't see how mad people were. No, you should you should talk people, about that. People, if I am remembering correctly, were very upset about Molly dying this way. Extremely upset. It's pretty fucking harsh. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't remember them complaining about the Haitian, but, like, that's, you know, that's neither here nor there. I definitely remember <laughs> people being upset about Molly. That's that's two now, two of the oldies. I guess three if we count Claire, because she's like, I was there when your daughter died that have died and reborn. So. Yep. Interesting. It is interesting. We also got a bit of and, a uh, little log at the end, too, but again, didn't write it down. Yeah, I didn't either. I'm bad. <laughs> it's tradition. I don't write it down. <laughs> <laughs> um... I'm interested to see more of Phoebe. That'll be mm-hmm. fun. The shadow. Um, yeah, I mean, we know that Melina's being hunted. That's obvious. Um, and we see from what Erica said, like, in Canada, okay, sure, that's what's happening there. But when she's like, we all agreed to do what was at stake to keep them safe? Who's them? Mm-hmm. But is she, is she be like, here's the thing. We, we have the... the the grace of having seen this before and knowing we know the at, answer at the yeah. time though them seems it could also be referred to as just a single person you know just the just and just the evos too in general i guess because like. erica says the child she mm-hmm. doesn't say children she says a child so yep well she doesn't know there's children mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the secret oop yeah, but yeah we're getting um, Little things sprinkled about about a big spoiler coming. Little crumbs, up. but mm-hmm. I don't remember. God, I wonder how long it takes for that to be revealed. Yeah, God, we got like nine episodes left, and I was like, I swear Molly died later on. So I was just like, What the fuck is going to happen yeah. for nine episodes? <laughs> I truly don't know. When we were talking earlier, when you were like, Oh, we're on episode four or whatever, I was like, We still have how many fucking episodes? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I really don't remember. I, yeah, this is what I'm telling you. I I don't remember a lot of what happens after this point. I don't think. Yeah. I know we really we really stretch into the into the Miko stuff a lot coming up. Like the the ever now stuff becomes very uh front and center. Mhm. Mhm. I know that. Um Yeah. I don't know. What the hell are we going to talk about? I guess we'll find out. Yep. Yep, yep. I don't remember at all what kind of journey <laughs> Noel goes on now for this next little bit. Same. Yeah. Absolutely same. Mm-hmm. That's kind of fun, though. Yeah. It is interesting. Again, didn't hate the episode, just hate one character in it. Like, <sighs> And it sucks that that's, like, how it's gotta be. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. So shall we, shall we wrap it all up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any other comments before I'm I hungry. do some fucking <laughs> socials? No, I think I'm I think I'm pretty good. Thank you for joining us. We are on Twitter. We are at Eclipse Podcast. If you would like to follow our personal accounts, I am at that burb there. Burb with a B, like blood type. Oh, good Keisha job. Keisha is at Lady underscore Snark S N A R K. Keisha, are you tweeting about anything? God, I hate to be you this week, but not really. Um, I only the only tweet I've sent recently has been about uh, the HBO Max thing. Yeah. <laughs> So, not not really. Um, but just because I haven't tweeted doesn't mean I can't say you should watch some stuff. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let me let me let me grab my little armchair here. Uh, if anyone out there hasn't already watched The Bear, they need to because it's fucking great. It's one of the best shows I've watched in years. I'm probably gonna watch it again. I'm obsessed. It's it's wonderful. If you like stories that are like take place in you know. Like, the world of, like, kitchens and chefs, and, and then there's grief, and there's family shit, and it's just, it's got everything. It's excellent. I know everybody probably already is talking about it, but I don't care. I watched it a little late, and I love it, so. Awesome. Yeah. Watch the watch the bear. I didn't tweet about it for some weird reason, but watch the bear. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'll do my own little watch something. Go watch uh, Resident Evil on Netflix. I thought it was pretty good. There you go. I guess that's what we could turn this into instead of saying what we're tweeting about since I don't really tweet that much anymore. I'm turning into you. I really am. I don't tweet that much mm-hmm. anymore. Um, uh, we could just recommend yeah, stuff. Yeah, recommendation like corner. Which would, lead, which would lead into what we want to do as a, for a second podcast. So there you go. Yeah. Like, we'd be like, we, have to, we have to talk about this more on our other blah, 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 yeah, blah. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Agreed. So, yeah. Yeah. Resident Evil, don't listen to the people who are giving it bad reviews, honestly. It's just... People don't like that the main characters are, at some points, teenage girls. And it's got a lot of women in the cast. And our main villain is a very fun female villain. So You tell him. Mm-hmm. I thought it was pretty good. And it's got Lance Reddick in it, so. Yeah, he's great. Say more. He's great in everything. We have nothing but respect for, for former cast members of Homicide Life on the street <laughs> in this house. <laughs> or no, not Homicide. Sorry. Um, the Wire. He was on The ah, Wire. Ah, gotcha, <clears> gotcha. <throat> Yeah, same same deal. I was reading the words "homicide life on the street" on my Twitter, and I got confused. <laughs> I'm silly. That happens. Um, it does. If you'd like to send us an email, we are eclipsepod at gmail dot com. But if you would like to get a hold of us, the best way to do it is in the Discord. The link will be down in the show notes. Yay! Yay! Um, I think that's it. That does it. That's all we got to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Goodbye.